Welcome to IRACast, episode 21, Wide Angle Partnerships. I'm your host and producer, Janine Stanley, and in this episode of IRACast, we'll take a look at the magic IRA makes with iOS multi-camera phones. We'll also hear about partnerships. These are not the traditional partnerships you may think of when you think of IRA. So let's get to it now with IRACast. In the news here at IRA, we've got a number of items for you this time around. And of course, our biggest one is IRA credit. That's right. You can purchase IRA credit, which means that you can purchase funds toward IRA services like additional minutes or starting up a plan, etc. at www.irra.com ira.io slash gift dash 2019. That's A-I-R-A dot I-O slash G-I-F-T dash 2019. IRA credit is available for purchase until Friday, January the 3rd of 2020. Some of you have asked if this will be a permanent thing that you can do, gifting IRA credit. Right now, it is a holiday special, but stay tuned. You never know what's coming with IRA. This month's IRA Explorer call will be a really special one that I think you'll want to tune into. Number one, we've got a big new promotion coming for December and into January. And you are going to want to join us for the call to hear all about that new promotion. Also, Greg Stilson will be joining us to talk about Siri shortcuts. What do Siri shortcuts have to do with IRA? Well, come find out. Greg wants to hear from you. Do you use Siri shortcuts on your iPhone? Have you ever considered using them with IRA? And what might you like to do? Greg will be talking all about that. And uh, knowing Greg, our vice president of products, he'll be talking about a lot more as well. You'll want to join us for that call on Wednesday, December 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Everyone who has an email address on file with us will get an invitation to join the call. We also publish those invitations to join our Explorer call on our email list, which is at groups.io. That's ira at groups.io. And on our Facebook group, which is Ira Explorers. So if you're a Facebook person, you can do a search for Ira Explorers. We will ask that you give us some information in order to join the group as it is for explorers only. In other news, transportation-wise, don't forget the MTA promotion in New York City is still going on through the end of the year. So if you are visiting the Big Apple or if you live there and would like a little bit more convenience in your commutes, all of the New York City subway stations in the MTA system are IRA access points. So if you need a little help with a ticketing machine, locating certain tracks, etc., you can definitely give an IRA agent a call there. We are also free on the MTA bus system. And the way this works is you will need to activate the special offer or just let your agent know that you are on an MTA bus and you would like to activate the free offer. The MBTA's demonstration project is coming to a close, so if you haven't already, 
please let them know that you enjoyed using this service and would love it to continue. If you'd like more information about how to do that, you can write us here at IRACast and we will get you in touch with the right people. What makes our transportation and any of our actually access offers work is if you let the businesses know that you really got value out of using IRA free while using their services, being at their location, etc. And what really helps to do that is if you are having a great experience at the location, use their Twitter handles, use hashtags, use ways to get their attention and say, hey, this really meant a lot to me. I had a better experience at your facility using your service, whatever, by being able to use IRA free there. We'll have much more for you as the holiday season progresses and into the new year. Hey, I'm going to drop you a hint right here. January is Ira's fifth birthday. Can you believe it? I know. I can't either, but expect some huge things in 2020. Well, speaking of huge things, we have two of Ira's biggest stars on our podcast. And we have a lot of stars at IRA, folks, believe me. I'm starting with all of our agents, but we've got some huge stars on this particular podcast in the form of Greg Stilson, our Vice President of Products, and Amy Bernal, our Chief Experience Officer. With no further ado, let's go to Greg. Greg Stilson is with us, and hello, Greg. Hey, Janine. Thanks for having me on. We're talking about a recent update to the iOS IRA app that allows us to take advantage of the new camera systems in the newer iPhones, like the iPhone 11. So we've had a lot of questions about this in the community. So, Greg, can you explain to us exactly what does this update mean, and how's that going to look to all of us? Absolutely. Yep. So there was a lot of questions I know um, because the the release notes in the App Store were were a little bit vague. Um, it just said basically uh, camera improvements to take advantage of the iPhone 11 and things like that. The reality is that this goes a lot deeper than than just the iPhone 11 and 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 just the the triple camera or the or things like that. It actually cuts to the core of what Apple did in iOS 13. And I um, forgive me, I'm not super clear on exactly what they call it. I think they call it um, something related to fusion. Um, ah. And so what we've been doing in the past is it was using, regardless of what type of phone you had, it was generally using only one camera. Right, so um, even if you had one of the plus phones, the the seven plus, eight plus, whatever they were, which had multiple uh, lenses in them, it was only using one of them. And I, for the most part, I believe it was only using the the telephoto lens. And so now, what we're actually able to do is, due to and especially in iOS thirteen, we have upgraded the camera code in the app to take advantage. And what's really cool about this is there's nothing manual that has to be done from the agent side. So Apple's Fusion Kit, I think is what they call it, allows us to actually use all the cameras at one time. And the AI that's built into the iPhone basically allows the best view 
depending on how far an object is away from the camera. So take, for example, if you have uh, a telephoto lens and a wide angle lens, or you have one of the new phones that has the ultra wide angle lens. What happens is in the distance, so let's say you're walking through an airport. I spend most of my time there. So (laughs) you're walking through the airport and you're you're up close to uh, one of those boards or, and the agent's needing to take a picture or read the board in real time, um, if you're close enough, it'll switch over and bring the focus to the telephoto lens for something that's really close to you so that they can see the, the text and things like that that's clear. Then as you turn away from that board and you start, the agent starts looking off in the distance at um, at signs or to identify where those moving walkways are and things like that, they'll notice that in the distance, the availability of information is provided by the wide angle or the ultra wide angle lens. So anything up close, the clarity is going to be provided by the telephoto lens and anything in the distance, they're going to get a wide or ultra wide angle lens depending on what phone you have. And so a lot of folks were like, oh, well, when you, you know, when you, when you buy the new iPhone 11 Pro or whatever, you're going to get the ability to use that ultra wide angle lens and the agent would be able to switch to it when they needed to. What What's really cool from the Apple side is that they've taken the the need for manual switching away. Now we do have the ability to put that in if we need it. But as of right now, the feedback from the agents, at least on the limited use that they've had so far, is that they don't need to do manual switching because the AI in the camera engine is is so good that it's automatically providing them the best available camera depending on what information they're trying to receive. Oh, right? wow. And that includes some of those low-light features, too, that the One Lens exactly. has in the, exactly. in the uh, iPhone 11 series, which will be really great for you know going out at night and really low-lighting conditions. Exactly. Yep. It's, it's one of these things where I think we... And, and and I know that it was, there was some of this put in in uh, iOS. I want to say twelve, um, but it it's really been amped up in iOS thirteen. Um, so if you haven't upgraded to iOS thirteen, um, it I know that there was a lot of bugs and a lot of challenges at first. Um, I've I, I was a beta tester myself, so I got to live those. Um, but it's, it's I, had its foibles, but I have to say it's getting better and better. Yeah, from an accessibility perspective, I think with with iOS thirteen point two point three or whatever they're on now, <laughs> uh, it, it's it's much safer to upgrade today than it was at the very beginning. Um, your your phone at least always is talking now, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and folks, yeah. we're not saying you know, oh, go out and buy. It's it's better to have a, a multi camera phone. We're not necessarily saying that. We are saying though that we can definitely work with those multi camera phones now, in a way that we haven't been able to in the past. And and keep in mind that it doesn't mean you have to go out and buy the newest iPhone 11 Pro or the iPhone 11. What's really cool about this is if you have one of the 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 tens or the the tens now that have the dual camera system where it's a wide angle plus a telephoto mm-hmm. um, you are able to now take advantage of those as well so even on any of those cool. plus phones or the tens um, any of the cameras that use the dual lenses are going to get a better uh, photo and I, I I was actually talking with one of the agents yesterday, and she, I was kind of just getting her feedback. I said, you know, so since you've been using this, what what's your thoughts on on what 
what's sort of been an unexpected improvement. And she said, you know, the, the distance viewing is great, but she actually said that especially with the newest phone, uh, she she said maybe it's in my imagination, but color is much easier to recognize. Oh, great! Um, so, and color I know that is the great barrier that we have with phones. It's why there really are very few color detection apps that are actually. I, I don't think there's one that's actually really true color. But um, color's hard. It it's is. a hard color, thing. Color is a very hard problem to solve with a, a digital camera. And um, it's, it's something that I know is, uh, it's been tried numerous, numerous times. And at this point, the, the cool thing that I, I hear from IRA users is that that's one of the big benefits from, from agents is because they, you know, they're, they're able to, to process through the, what color they believe it is along with what patterns it is and things like that, a human is able to sort of discern what, not just discern, but explain a little bit more of what colors things are. And, and so to be able to have a camera that provides a sort of truer version of that color um, is a huge benefit as well. So oh, great for um, everybody matching holiday outfits. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> now you will be able, yes, exactly, to get those uh, that holiday home decor going. Awesome. So we have had the question asked, is there anything, any way that the agent can actually use some of these different lenses when taking pictures for the Explorer? Does that so they, come into play at all? So here's the thing, right, is that is something that, that we will potentially be able to have them manually switch. Um, what I what I will say is that we want to make sure that the user experience for the agent is efficient. I don't want, I don't want you being like, okay, can you take a picture of my, my dog? And he's perfectly sit, sitting there. And then the agent has to fiddle through like six Two different switches. Two minutes later. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So we do have the controls now from, from Apple kit to be able to, to change the camera lenses and things like that. We just need to make sure that the, um, the experience is, is efficient enough so that you're just not sitting there. The other side of it is, there's a lot of intelligent things happening when a, uh, an Apple camera takes a picture. And I, it, it happens with, with multiple phones, but the reality is that by default, based on the distance of the object, the focal point where the, where the focus is going to be, Apple intelligently chooses which camera to, to be snapping, or which lens, I'm sorry, to be snapping the, the photo with as well. So like I said, the, the benefit here is that you should be seeing much better, more true-to-life pictures um, due to, to what we're doing here. So it's a, we don't want to put these manual switches in the hands of an agent until it's really needed, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if all of a sudden you know, agents are saying, hey, when I take photos, they don't look great, the AI is not choosing the right camera, then we'll look at actually being okay. able to put in overrides and things. But so far, mm -hmm. the feedback from, from agents and from, from users has been really, really good. So oh, that's um, awesome. so yeah, that's, that's a, a little bit more detail from the uh, release <laughs> notes of upgraded camera system. <laughs> there you go. So now we all yeah, know what this will do, what this is capable of, and the results that we can kind of expect from it. The final question is people have asked um, for the wide angle lens, what's the angle of viewing that the, the agent has from that lens? 
so the ultra wide angle, which is in the new iPhone 11, I want to say the Pro, um, is mm-hmm. is 120. So it's the same wow. field of view as what you get on the Horizon camera, wow. um, just on a on a you know handheld phone or a, a, mm-hmm. a lanyard worn phone, that kind of thing. Pretty awesome, and we are still, folks, in search of the perfect lanyard and uh, neck wallet type system for carrying your phone. That's going to be you know easy and adjustable and all that. And if you found one, please let us know. IraCast at ira.io because we'd sure love to see it. <laughs> Greg, Greg, well, thank you so much for this great information. And uh, as always, Ira is like pushing the limits definitely of what technology can do here. I think we are probably one of the more interesting use cases for these cameras and for this new system that Apple has come out with. Hopefully, we'll get some love from Apple on that one. Yeah, I would say it's an interesting concept, right? How how often are you you know, traveling through busy, busy areas and things like that and using the camera to read information like in real time on the go, right? Mm-hmm. And so to be able to take advantage of those wide angles and and then the telephotos to get stuff up close, um, it's it's a really powerful system. And so we're, we're looking forward to seeing how people's um, experiences are really improved, not just from the user's experience, but mm-hmm. I love hearing from the agents also um, how their experiences improve because as a, as a as the vice president of product here, I really have two customers that that I look you know I, I, I like to work with right and so it's obviously the end users, the blind and low vision users of the service, but then we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of agents who are customers in their own way, right mm-hmm. They need the tools to make sure that they're efficient to help you Absolutely. and so this is one of those situations where um, I, you know, with these changes, we get an opportunity to help both groups. Um, the you as the users are getting better photos, better experiences because the agents are able to see things faster. Mm-hmm. Um, the agents are able to to basically provide you a better experience, and they're not trying to do. 15 different workarounds to try to see that sign in the distance, right? So Excellent. our hope is that you have to take fewer pictures and zoom yes, in. Yes, I was things. just going to get to that because that is the hardest part of working a guide dog through a busy area. My dog gets really happy and ramped up and he's ready to go, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and then wait, we have to stop and take a picture of the sign. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying you're going to not have to do that, yeah. but my my hope, and, and this is something that we haven't proven yet, but it's, you know, based on the specs of the cameras and being able to intelligently see things in the distance, our hope is that you'll you'll need to to, to take fewer pictures. Now, take take that with a grain of salt, right? Sure. When when you are walking through an airport, you're constantly moving, and so when you are moving, it's very difficult for those cameras to focus in the distance. So you may need to slow down or stop, but the agent may not need to take a photo. Well, this is. Excellent information. I'm excited. I have my iPhone 11 Pro coming uh, by the time this podcast airs. Oh, I will Janine, be the proud so owner. I am just so, and I have a, a 10R. That's my work phone, and that does not have the dual camera on it. But um, you know, still a great phone. So I'm kind of excited about these cameras, and I'm I'm excited to, to take pictures of holiday lights this year. That'll be kind of fun. There you go. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Anytime, Greg.
lot about partnerships here at IRA, and that's because we work with a number of different partners. Whether it's an organization that works to train blind and low vision people, a membership organization on the national or local scale, or one of our other partnerships. We asked Amy Bernal, Chief Experience Officer here at IRA, to tell us a little bit about partnerships and how she is working with them to bring us some new experiences within IRA. Essentially, partners at IRA, in terms of my role, are not access partnerships. They're other strategic relationships that we would leverage in order to bring, you know, obviously value to that partner through the IRA service. And hopefully we receive value back from the partner in the form of either something that makes our user experience better, which is a the great example we'll talk more about with um, Move It and Microsoft Azure Maps. But you could also think about just awareness and how our partners can help tell uh, the iris story to their large user bases and you know ideally have ira be known to people that uh, may not come across us through our own marketing channels so that is the concept of what partners mean and i would say that one of the most important things that we are working towards and need to do more of is how we can have ira live on device ecosystems. So for some folks, you might be able to, you know, have Siri launch IRA and make an IRA call if you've tried that. Imagine doing that with your smart speaker at home. And um, we actually have a working prototype in the office that we're testing towards that end, but would love to think of IRA being available to connect to an agent outside of the current context of just our own smartphone app or uh, the Horizon glasses. But how can we bring uh, an agent experience onto other wearables or in-home or online experiences uh, that you, you know, do anyway? So how can an agent sort of be connected to you throughout different parts of your daily life? Next, we asked Amy for an example of how some of our current partnerships work. MoveIt is an app, they're a company obviously, but they have an app that you can leverage for transit planning. So I know I've personally used it when I'm in a new city and I want to use a subway or I'm you know, kind of deciding if I'm going to take rideshare versus use fixed route transit. And why MoveIt is so great is uh, the data that it is leveraging is being updated in real time from its users. So that, for example, when a bus is being rerouted because of construction or, you know, there's something else that has changed the uh, timing of a route because of a delay or a cancellation, uh, MoveIt is already pulling that information and showing it to you via their transit planner. And so when we started talking to MoveIt, we obviously thought there's a lot of alignment between what IRA is doing with our access partners in transit and what MoveIt is doing with municipalities and transit agencies uh, really globally. And so in that conversation, we thought, well, how could we have the agents leverage this type of information? So when they're connected with an explorer, they're able to you know, have even better 
transit information than they do today. And so that is how Enter Microsoft Azure Maps. MoveIt has an API into Microsoft Azure Maps. And really, that is the way that they leverage mobility services. And so when we started talking to Azure Maps, we were delighted to know that not only do they have mobility services through MoveIt, but they also have a lot of other rich data that we could eventually leverage and layer into the agent dashboard. And so right now, we have uh, that working in a beta environment and the agent team and design team are working together to finalize that design um, such that agents will be able to select information and have that appear on the dashboard as it is relevant to what our users are requesting. So if you're requesting, you know, not transit, but um, walking directions, or if you are interested in really you know, buses only or fixed line only, like a subway or a trolley, then the agents will have the ability to select that type of interface and get better information that is already up to date. And ideally, they are never needing to go outside of the dashboard to um, you know, a local transit agency's website, for example, to get any information that is updated at that regional level. So that is our partnership and why we're so excited because we really believe it will enable our agents to provide a better experience as users leverage public transportation. Amy notes that the Move It Azure Maps integration isn't available just yet directly to you as an explorer working with an agent. We asked her when that might be available. I actually don't have a hard date for that. I would say, as I mentioned, it's in sort of the late stages of design, and then it will go, um, you know, to the engineering team to put into production. Uh, but I would say absolutely within Q1 of the new year, but I don't know exactly what month or date. And we'll have to come back and update everyone. Special thanks to Amy and everyone at Ira who is working very hard on these types of partnerships. Thank you for joining us for this edition of IraCast, a production of Ira Tech Corp. If you'd like more information about Ira, you can visit our website, www.ira.io. You can also call our customer care team in the United States and Canada, 1-800-835-1934. That's 1-800-835-1934. In Australia, 1-800-765-096. That's 1-800-765-096. In New Zealand, 0800-425-451. That's 0800-425-451. Or you can email us at support at ira.io. That's S-U-P-P-O-R-T at A-I-R-A dot I-O. This has been Janine Stanley, your host and producer of IraCast.